Hi, listeners. Thank you for joining us this week. I am Fernando Dominguez. I am Christian Diez. I am Tristan Serrato. And I am Alfonso Castro. Last week, we talked about The Monkey's Pop, a supernatural horror short story by author W.W. Jacobs, first published in 1902. If you haven't heard the last podcast, I recommend you to do it so you can fully understand what we are talking about. Just as a reminder, the story narrates how three wishes are granted to the honor of the monkey's paw, but the wishes come with an enormous prize for interfering with fate. Yeah, and for today's topic, we're answering a petition from a listener who texts us after hearing our comments about the story last week. Here is the message. Hello, my name is James Anderson. The other day, my two-year-old brother saw me reading W.W. Jacobs' The Monkey's Paw for my English language arts class and wants me to read it out loud to him tonight as a bedtime story. I am afraid that the mood and tone of the short story is too dark and scary for my little brother, especially before he sleeps. I was wondering if you guys come up with an idea of how to best change the mood and tone of The Monkey's Paw substitute word choices so that it's suitable to read to my little brother. That is such a good idea. As we already discussed, the themes that this story involves are really important, and it will be interesting to try to be able to transmit the message to kids by changing the middle of the story, but without modifying its main idea. Yes, I totally agree. This modified version should teach kids that every action has a consequence and if someone gives you a warning you should listen to them because they're giving it for some reason. Of course, but we don't want to scare them and traumatize them for life, so we have to figure out how to find a balance. Let's remember that kids take things very literally, so we really have to be clear about what we say to avoid misunderstandings. Yeah, that's a well, good point. Adults and children alike love horror stories because they enjoy the adrenaline and emotional rush that comes with the feeling of being scared. That is true. Scary stories are something you either really love or avoid at all costs. Logically, we should be running away from things that induce fear, but horror stories have a way of drawing a lot of people in. In fact, the other day I read about the research of experts, which shows there are three kinds there are three different reasons behind why people like scary movies. Which are those reasons? The three main reasons are tension, relevance, and unrealism. For some reason, watching scary movies can be an entire experience due to the mystery and the shock. Others who are drawn to it due to relevance find elements in the movie that they can relate to. Those who like horror due to its unrealism enjoy it because they know for a fact that it's all fake anyways. For them, it's just pure entertainment and fun. Well, but in case of horror stories for kids, there must be other factors involved in order to keep it kids-friendly. Sure, one guideline to follow is not being too realistic. It's important for kids to realize that the stories are fictional and cannot exist in real life. Spend time in your mind creating scenarios and plots that take your reader to dark and terrifying locations, but not too close to home. Real life is scary enough. Children tend to read books in which the author is familiar with their environment and the challenges they face. Now, let's discuss. 
How can the overall tone and mood of a story can be changed? Well, each section of a text has a particularly feel. The feel of a story or scene is primarily achieved through three elements, tone, mood, and style. And while you may hear these words used almost interchangeably, they are different. They are achieved differently and they create different effects. What are the differences? Tone infection is the attitude of the narrator of viewpoint characters towards story events and other characters. In a story with first-person POV, tone can also be the narrator's attitude towards the reader. Tone can be manipulated by changing what the narrator focuses on and through his changing reactions to what is going on in the story, as well as by changing the words used for his thoughts, action, and dialogue. Word choice or diction, sentence structure, and word order, and the character's perspective all contribute to the tone. The way the character or narrator approaches the issue, as well as how they react to the environment, sets or changes the tone. The character's attitude will change over the course of a film, but every scene should have a tone, a feel, that is created by the character's attitude, and that should stay reasonably constant for the majority of the story. That is, before the character's life is turned upside down by events, a story tones or feel will be constant throughout. Yeah, on the other hand, mood is what the reader feels while reading a scene or story. It's not the reader's emotions, but the atmosphere of a scene or story. It's what the reader reads or feels or notices. The mood of each scene can differ from that of the scene before, but it will want some consistency. Yet, as the story approaches the climax, the intensity level should change. When it comes to kids, the history needs to be simple and straightforward and include repetition to emphasize what is important. Repetition is a common element of traditional tales, folk tales and fairy tales, as well as for literally purposes by repeating words, phrases, situations and patterns. But now, if you realize it, the story talks about topics such as death and throughout the story there's there is a tone of mystery or suspense that could cause terror in young children. There are also some themes in this story that are a bit strong for them. Yeah, there are definitely some parts in the story that I would not tell my siblings even as a joke, much less before going to sleep. That's my point. If we want to adapt the story mood to make the story lighter for a two-year-old, we definitely need to change some words that may cause discomfort or terror. Words like death or even complete sentences that are raised in tone and give the story that mysterious mood could be substituted for words of your choice. Of course, both our listener who made the request as well as all of you who listen to us will have young children, brothers, little nephews or small grandchildren who require different adaptations in the story to reduce the fear they may feel. And well, although all children are different and require different adaptations, here we will make some recommendations to facilitate the task of adapting the story for the little ones in the house. As a first option, we have changing the words dead for a lighter one, such as pass away. 
especially since this word or the specific situation is repeated several times in history. And it could bring negative thoughts in, young, in a young child and more if they are about to sleep. We can also substitute those dramatic effects that the author uses to emphasize situations of despair, sadness, or horror, since if we realize it, the tone of the story becomes more terrifying and mysterious with somewhat exaggerated descriptions of these situations. And finally, as an extra recommendation, try to keep that tone of mystery in the story. Change sentences and specific words that you consider to have a high tone for your children for your children, but try as much, as much as possible not to modify the story at all. Remember that, is, that it is always good to induce our children to the issues of daily life, little by little, but at a consider, considerable rate. That is all for today. We hope we can help and answer your questions, James Anderson. Thank you for listening. See you next week.